Hey guys, it's your girl Maya K and Naila. And we are back with season two of the Writing Bar podcast. Hey! <laughs> and this season, we are super excited because our theme is something that we're all dealing with. We are going to be talking about the weight of being a writer, but not the weight you're thinking of. We're all waiting on something in our writing career, whether it's the agent to email us back or for somebody to get back to us on the full request or even just the funds to publish our first book. We're talking about the W-E-I-G-H-T of what it means to be a writer. Yes, so you can expect topics like how to deal with rejection as a writer, how to manage your finances, and much, much more. So make sure you're tuned in every Saturday starting February the 18th. And be sure to catch us on the gram at the Writing Bar Podcast. Hey guys, it's your girl Maya Kay, and we are back with the Writing Bar Podcast, and today we are recording episode number four, and I have my girl, my sister, Naila in the building. What's up, hey. Naila? What's up? How are you? I am good. I am so good. We are, it's funny, I guess halfway through, a little more than halfway through right. this mm-hmm. season, so how do you feel so far with how it's been going? I feel really, really good. I feel like excuse me we are on to something i feel like the writing bar podcast um you guys are helping us like build a community and i feel like you know we have space in this space you know what i mean like in this industry this particular podcast um is making moves and i just i'm excited yeah just excited yeah i think it's funny because there was some fear when we decided to do six episodes for this season Mm -hmm. um about whether or not the content would still be fulfilling at least on my end and i just love how god is confirming when he says like you know, it's always about quality over quantity. Mm. And I think that that's the beauty of this. And also it helps us to kind of know and spread out our knowledge. I feel like when you have an, a, chan- a chance to experience more things as a writer, yeah. writer, coach, business owner, yeah. it gives us a chance to spread out our knowledge, you know, and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I do have all of this, but we can save that for another season. I agree. Um, yeah so with that today's episode it's exciting because i actually have gone through this that i believe Daniela has and <laughs> Absolutely. i believe yeah, i believe many of you have as well and that is is it time to go back to work for mm. four ways to know uh is it time to go back to work as mm-hmm. entrepreneurs as creatives uh sometimes in our attempts to make sure the project gets done or making sure that i just got to give this business my all mm-hmm. uh, my first six months was rough i need to make at least you know whatever your goal is sometimes in our attempt to reach our goals we actually can self-sabotage a little bit because mm. god does send help in different ways and i always also think sometimes entrepreneurs we have this mindset that once we step into it especially if we took a huge leap of faith like from mm-hmm. our job or something mm-hmm. we have this mindset that if this is what I must always do and that it's just entrepreneurship and right. you know that can kind of be a little crazy so what's your thoughts before we jump in exactly that like the commitment um, just because we made a leap of faith we don't have to um, I don't want to stay, say stay committed to something that's not working. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that we have the right to pivot. Mm-hmm. I think that it's important for us to know that you have the right to pivot. Things may not work out the way that you think they should or maybe even the way that you imagined. 
and that's okay that's life but you have to take care of yourself yeah and you have to you know by take care of yourself by providing for yourself and making sure that you are safe in all aspects and that may come with going back to work you know it's just one of those things so we understand the leap of faith (laughs) but we also understand that sometimes we have to pivot so this episode will encourage um, you to do so. Yeah, I agree. And as even as I jump into my first point, when you even just talk about pivot, that makes me think about this. Um, and just remember, it takes a leap of faith to go back. So Hello. it's like, yeah, like, yes. especially if you were out there for a long time, it takes a leap of faith to go back to work. That's a good point. And I think people need to know that. So First of all, I think um, one way to know is when you feel tension in your spirit. And actually, the way I have it written down is when you feel the tension in your spirit, in your writing career, and in your bank account. I think it's Mm. important. um, I I don't want to say one or the other. I think it's all three. Because you can have tension in your writing career, but that just be because it's just a heavy season for your Mm -hmm. writing career. You can have tension in your spirit, but that could be because, you know, um, God is just trying to get you to pivot in your writing career, not necessarily Mm -hmm. go back to work. Um, And you can have tension in your bank account, but it doesn't mean go back. But I think if you're feeling like this tension in all three areas... Tension is usually a sign that a shift is present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's important that when you feel that tension, you ask God, like, what does this mean? So mm. even when I talk about how it takes a leap, it's a leap of faith to even go back to work. Sometimes um, God is setting off alarms in our spirit and he's telling us something. And we usually will look at it, especially if we left a job that we did not like or or where we Mm -hmm. were waiting to get out of. We kind of overlook that tension because we're looking at it like I got to give this my all. And it's so ironic because when I lived in Los Angeles, when I lived in Hollywood in 2018, I remember my pastor back home in Philly. I was talking to him. And he asked me, was I, I was going through a rough patch uh, with uh, rent, uh, any, everybody going through a rough patch in LA with rent, Hello. But, <laughs> especially in Los Angeles. But he asked me like, do you think that your desire, it, I may be wording it wrong, but basically it was, do you think of your attempt to show God that you are faithful and you can do this faith thing that maybe you're just going off the deep end a little bit? And I thought it was an interesting question, um, especially because I think at that point, this was the second month where I needed, you know, assistance with rent. And it was a huge leap of faith for me because all I had was Amazon delivery. I didn't have like a job. I mean, I had gotten some interviews, but it just I did not have like a full time job or a more solid income. And I remember sharing with him how. For me, anyway, (laughs) at that point, here's the difference in my career, my creative career, writing career. At that point, I had matured in my faith. And mm. I would not take a make a move or take a leap just for the sake of saying, like, I did this to be faithful. No, and at least for me, I can't speak for everybody. Nobody leaves the comfort of paying $350 a month for a room for rent that was fully furnished and, a, you know, nice area of Philadelphia to go and pay, you know, double that in California without a mm-hmm. job. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you got to really be crazy to do something like that. So it was funny because as soon as we hung up, my rent money came through on cash app. Mm. And I said, well, I guess that answers your question, you know, and this is what I what I mean. I'm sharing this to say 
this is why you can't always think just because right then it was tension in my bank account. It didn't mean that I was supposed to leave LA or go back uh, and try okay. to find a full time okay. job somewhere. God had allowed me to get interviews, but he just didn't open the door for the job. And then when it came time for me to leave L.A., I understood why, because I would have had to give a two week notice. It probably would have looked a mm. little unprofessional because I wasn't even I was there for a year. So maybe it wouldn't. have. But it was just like you, things were moving quickly for me to transition back to Philly. Mm. Um, and so I just say that to say, like, that wasn't enough. Right. But I knew God knew that it would be time for me to go back to work when I got back to Philly, which is why he set up the job at the credit union for me. Because to be honest, as I was leaving LA, driving back across the country, there was so much tension in my spirit, obviously tension in my bank account. And, you know, of course, tension in my writing career. No doors Mm -hmm. had opened in LA. I was frustrated. And I was just like, God, why'd you send me out here? I could have did this from a three-way, you know, could have did this on Zoom. <laughs> like, uh, even, even though I got to pitch MGM and I got to interview with Devon Franklin's company and all that, I was like, we could have did this on a three-way or something. Right. Um, but I say all that to say, you will know. And i telling you, God is a protector. As I conclude this point, me going back to work July 2019, I started, I'm sorry, I started August 12th, 2019 was the answer because in March, 2020, the pandemic hit. Yeah. And so sometimes God is sending you back because Mm. he knows what's ahead. It is Mm -hmm. not because even sometimes that your business isn't growing, you Mm -hmm. know, it's not because you're not stewarding it well. It could just be very well that that tension in your spirit, again, it's a sign that a shift is present. And if you Mm -hmm. don't inquire of the Lord, remember Proverbs 25 and two says, it is the glory of the Lord to conceal a matter And it's the Mm. glory of a king to search it out. So sometimes God will only give you a word or he'll only give you tension, but it's your job to search out why he is giving you that feeling. So that is so good. That is really good. Um, And it makes me think about that time frame when I was almost about to quit because I wanted to go back working or writing full time. Mm -hmm. I had a full time job and I felt like I didn't have enough time to focus on my writing career. Mm -hmm. So I was actually actually about to quit. I'm not going to lie. I want to say it was January or February 2020. Mm. And something said, Naila, just write it out. And like you said, Maya, March came around and I was like, oh, I see, Lord. This is why you didn't give me the go to quit my full time job. So in your words earlier as well, it was the leap of faith to um, go back. I had that leap of faith to go back and also a leap of faith and bravery to stay. Yep. So I want to bring up that point as well. Sometimes we may be called to go back um, to work or we may decide to go back to work and that's fine. And sometimes we're like, okay, (laughs) I've been here for a while. You know, when is this season over? And God is like, no, I need you to sit for a minute Mm -hmm. because there are still some things that I want you um, to take care of while you are, while you're working. It could be praying for your coworkers. You don't know what it is. You know what I mean? So um, it made me think, what you just said made me think about (laughs) me wanting to quit. Like I had my notice written, (laughs) Mm -hmm. well, written in my head. Um, I had my speech ready. <laughs> I was, when I tell you, I was prepared. Yeah. And every time I went into the office ready to, you know, get rid of uh, that particular season in my life or pivot, if you will, prematurely, God was like, nope, not yet. And I'm like, what? 
Yeah. This is wild. It's a new year. You know, 2020 was my Lord, give me perfect vision. I'm going out. <laughs> you know, I, I feel good. I have clarity, all of that. So, you know, I need to go back to writing so I can make sure that I put my all into this. And the Lord was like, nope, not yet. And then we, I got it. March 2020 came around. That job was one of the best things during that season mm. because it not only sustained me financially, but my boss was so supportive um, of just, you know, it was a lot of the racial, the racial awakening and things like that. My mm-hmm. boss, my boss was checking in regularly, mm-hmm. you know, and that really mattered to me in that season. So imagine if I would have walked away, I wouldn't have gotten that one-on-one and our relationship sort of like, you know, got, we got closer. So yeah, all of that to say, yeah, it's, I just want to add one thing really quick before, yeah, you, yeah, go before ahead. you share your point. I love what you said about the premature thing and mm-hmm. really quick for anyone out there. Um, if you aren't in the entrepreneur part yet, but you are longing to leave, mm-hmm. uh, hear this and hear this clearly. There is a timing and there is a window, of course, of time that God will give you and mm-hmm. he will make it clear that, you know, but do not leave prematurely. When I was working as an administrative assistant for a security company in Philly, they had sent in a branch manager because the other branch manager had retired and it was just a, a small company of four. Well, not company, the small office of four of us. And I was, the, of course, the only black person. And, you know, we all had our little attitude problems or whatever. And it was a tone that had been set by the operations manager that the branch manager noticed. But long and short, I remember I kept typing up this two week notice. I would go in his office and be like, I'm sick of these people. I ain't got time for this. I was giving them attitude, hoping I would get fired. <laughs> I was so, because I could feel like, I felt like I wasn't living up to my potential mm-hmm. and I felt mm-hmm. so down. And mind you, I had finished my first book while I was there. So I was mm-hmm. like, no, I just don't want to do this no more. And let me tell you something. He kept giving it. I think I did it twice. He gave it back to me and said, go back, uh, you know, go sit at your desk. You ain't going nowhere. And then lo and behold, I was laid off in March, March 25th, 2011. And April 21st, 2011 is when my mom was diagnosed with tongue cancer. Mm. And had I quit or, you know, given a two weeks notice, I would have not gotten the unemployment that I received Mm, mm -hmm, because you don't mm -hmm. get unemployment for leaving. You only get unemployment for getting laid off or fired. And I thought about how, while he wasn't a spiritual or religious man at all, how he kept on giving me back that notice, Mm -hmm. almost like God was telling him to say, tell her to sit down somewhere. Mm -hmm. And knowing that I was laid off, that unemployment helped me and my mother, well, my mother was getting paid from her job, get through that season of life. So trust me. And just like Nayila said, first of all you're not at your job just for you and second of Mm -hmm. all you have to know that God has a timing and it was the perfect timing because Mm -hmm. three weeks later my mom got diagnosed and she needed me but if I had left sooner I would have been depressed because I had no money I would have been struggling and even though she would have taken care of me because I was taking care of her she would have been like oh my daughter say it was just the principle so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that the timing and knowing when to move and when not to move it's very, very important. And that comes mm-hmm. with not only physical maturity, but spiritual maturity. So stay in your word, y'all. Stay mm-hmm. in your word. <laughs> um, you know, get that one-on-one with God. My, I guess my first point for knowing when it's time to go back to work um, is when all you can think about is making money <laughs> and those thoughts consume you to where you don't even have time to be creative anymore. Mm. It just may be time to go back to work. What is the point 
of putting your all into your writing career or your creative endeavors if you are not even creative, <laughs> you know? Mm. Your mind is filled with bills and this and that and rent, mm-hmm. et cetera. Like it happens, we all have those seasons in life, but when that consumes your thoughts to where you can't even think about um, putting out art into mm-hmm. the world, it may be time to take care of that, you know? And because you're not productive anyway, so why not make the money that you need to feel secure um, in the meantime? So when it when your thoughts are consumed to where it's overpowering your creativity, it just may be time to go back to work. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It happens. <laughs> it happens. That's good. I love that. I, I love that because I think a lot of times people forget that when our mind is at peace and that and like it's still that's when mm-hmm. we create our best work and if you're thinking about bills a lot if you're struggling and you know it's just like something's going um if you have no peace in your mind or in your spirit and you're like she said you're constantly thinking which you know i'm coming out of a season like that that's all you're thinking about mm-hmm. um and there have been times where i have been like i'm not even able to write uh, I say from the 30th of the month until the third and then mm-hmm. after the bills mm-hmm. is paid then I can breathe and write again <laughs> so yep. I agree with that 100% if all you're thinking about is the bills if they're piling up it's okay so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to pick your struggle because there's going to be a struggle on either end either you're working full time and you may not have the financial security that you desire um so you're thinking about money you know mm-hmm. <laughs> while thinking about being creative or you're working and you have the money to pay for the bills but you don't have time to be creative so you're thinking about okay i need to make a window up to or i need to block out times mm-hmm. to where i can you know do what i have to do creatively so there's going to be a struggle on either end yeah. pick your struggle Pick it. And it may be a different choosing and a different season. There were seasons where I picked um, the struggle of just worrying about money, but I still had the, I had more days to be creative. And then there are seasons like the season that I'm in now where I'm working. So I have to really make the time to be creative. Um, I have chosen that. You got to pick your struggle. Yeah, I love that. I love that you said it could uh, change in any season because that's Mm -hmm. the thing I think creatives and writers, we have to remember. It can change in any season and Mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, There are different seasons. I remember, you know, Tyler Perry saying he would go back to the telephone company uh, after the plays didn't work out. And there was a point where the telephone company said, ain't you no more. (laughs) So sometimes God will close the door and he will push you through the struggle um, and you keep going. But it's Mm -hmm. okay okay to you know have those seasons and when he was at the telephone company he talked about how he was so unhappy but Mm -hmm. bills were getting paid Mm -hmm. so you know it's okay to go back and forth until you are established concretely in your uh, business or creative career it is okay you're gonna have ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. so i agree all right so with that um there is something I love talking about this and I actually growing pains is like a big big topic for me because we all experience growing pains in life period Mm -hmm. and so my second point would be when your growing pains are producing more stress and frustration than fruit and I think that is so key 
Um, growing pains are inevitable, but if all you're feeling with those growing pains is stress, frustration, mm-hmm. and overwhelm, it may be time to go back to work. Um, we are all aware of wilderness seasons, and they, you know, in life and business, you know, we're we're all aware of the drought. You know, the drought mm-hmm. seasons, and they happen. And there are some seasons where God will put you through those things to develop your character, to prune you, mm-hmm. just like he did with the Israelites, so that you know that man does not live by bread alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's cool. But if as, there should be some evidence of fruit, right? And I want you to really think about what I said there, because maybe, and it's so ironic, guys, because um, I'm doing a, a challenge uh, on Instagram called frustration free February and one of the things that I address is uh, success and what does success look like for you in this moment and so for it's the same thing with the fruit you may think your fruit is supposed to be the six-figure year ah this Mm. gonna be my first six-figure year this or you know this gonna be the month that I booked those high ticket clients Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mm -hmm. God is like this is the month where you learn how to truly depends on me to sustain you while your business is in a drought and so it's not that you don't take it as oh I'm stressed and frustrated and I ain't getting no money because we look at fruit as money that is one way to be fruitful in your uh-huh. business. I'm glad but, you said that. Yeah, that's one way. So don't think, you know, um, just because God may be uh, squeezing your fruit in other areas, he's trying to uh-huh. grow your fruit and character. You're like, oh, I'm not being fruitful. No, you are. Mm. And so just think, again, when I say when your growing pains are producing more stress and frustration than fruits, ask God, what fruit am I supposed to be bearing in this season? Hmm. And if in this season it is character and I just got to keep going, then don't go back to work. But Mm -hmm. if it is, if he tells you, no, you know, you should have been making some money. Maybe you had a misstep. Um, Maybe you spent more on the front end than you should have. Some people invest, you know, $10,000 in the coaching programs and maybe there was a $3,000 one. You know, it just depends. I'm not knocking that, but I'm just saying because I know someone who that actually happened to where she said she invested $4,000 in the coaching program and God was like, you were already on the level you were trying to get to. You could have saved that money. And she had to take a step back, you know, and analyze. Not go back to hmm. work, but just analyze. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying that to say, like, first you need to ask God um, about the type of fruit or success, how that's supposed to look for you in this season. And if it's character development, you might have to stick it out. But if you, if he gave you a vision and he told you this was your season where you should start seeing some increase, but all you're seeing is the stress, frustration, and overwhelm, mm-hmm. then it's time for you to take a step back and, and say, God, is it time for me to go back to work? And it may not even be that you misstepped or made a mistake, but it's just, again, different seasons carry uh different results and i know there have been plenty of times that i launched something and put out a book it was so frustrated i'm like god i ain't asking to be a new york times bestseller but i do want to pay my rent or something like Uh that and god was like well this was your you know of course uh every book is practice but god is like this was practice now you know how to write a book in two weeks now Mm -hmm. you know how to produce this content quickly Mm -hmm. and when you do get in your season of harvest people will go back and buy that book Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just really understanding what growing pains looks like for you, what season, what your season of fruitfulness and success should look like. And if it's just different, you got to go back to the prayer closet and the drawing board and God may say it's time for you to go back to work. Yeah. And to piggyback off of that, it made me, it made me think of 
when I was working full time, working my writing business full time, um, there would be times where I would <laughs> publish a book, like you said, and it wouldn't yield the results that I'd like. Um, but I still did it. I still did everything um, that was that I was taught as far as like, you know, my email list, growing that, making sure I had all of the right marketing and things for that book or for a project. And while it didn't yield the results that I wanted in that season, now that I'm back working, I am starting to see the fruit Mm. of that season. You know what I mean? I'm starting to see the results from being diligent um, and very um, persistent in that season, working without seeing the results. That's a different kind of mindset. When you're working without seeing the results, it's like, yo, I am committed to this because I don't even see um, people like really clicking or buying or really supporting my work in the way that I would like it to be supported, but I'm still doing it. That's how committed I am. And I think God honors that because Mm -hmm. right now I'm like, oh, that's why I didn't stop because now that I don't have as much time, I'm starting to reap the benefits Mm -hmm. of that particular time when I did have more time. So don't listen, do not deny or block your season. If you don't see the results yet, yet is the operative word. Yeah. You don't see the results yet. They will come. God will honor your work. So I just wanted to say that because um, it happened to me. It happens to a lot of us where yeah. we may not see the results that we want, but they will come. Moving on, I am going to switch it a little bit and bring up something that is very, very important for all of us. Health. Maya, you brought up um, stress and depression and mm-hmm. Anxiety is what I'm bringing up right now. All of that stuff can lead to, you know, bad health. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it a book. Um, and I remember when I was full time in my writing career, I was getting headaches. You know what I mean? I don't know if it was because of the stress, because of me worrying about finances or whatever. I don't know. All I know is I these headaches would come out of nowhere. And I, I'm not a headache girl. I don't have the, the testimony of when I was younger, I used to always get headaches and things mm-hmm. like that. But they started to come more often than I'd like. And I was concerned. My point is, I didn't have the, I don't want to say proper, but my medical benefits did not cover the need um, that are the need that I wanted or just the need, you know, I needed to see a specialist. When your health is at risk, Mm. sometimes you need Mm -hmm. that nine to five medical (laughs) to really go in and receive the proper care because the assistance, the medical assistance that I had working full time, I mean, working my writing career full time was, um, not, I don't want to say it wasn't good, but it wasn't what I needed because I had to come out of the pocket too much. Mm. So when I went back to work, the same specialist, my work, you know, my job covered that. And that was a load off because I didn't have to worry about, okay, I have to go to the ophthalmologist. I have to see this other specialist. I have to get these lab results. I have to, you know, all of that stuff costs health is expensive (laughs) they say health is wealth you have to be wealthy sometimes in order to be healthy you know so sometimes going back to work your sign is that your health is at risk and you just let's keep it a buck again you just need your your work your jobs medical insurance to really help you get through a season where you may have had a scare or something being a specialist or seeing a specialist that costs and that that actually is a word because even as writers and editors and uh, professionals in this industry, 
you make more money when you're a specialist, when you focus mm-hmm. on a niche that is very particular to your industry and yep. to your um, audience. So what makes you think <laughs> like in the medical industry that that's not going to cost as well? When your health is um, a concern and you may need a specialist, that is going to cost. Okay. In any industry, a specialist is going to cost. So sometimes we have to um, go back to work and get that good old medical insurance. It is what it is. Yeah. I love that you brought that up because most people don't think about that. Um, It's so funny because in my case, I actually only had uh, dental and vision when I was working my last full time job. And now, I guess because of healthcare.gov, I have one of the best benefit plans I've ever mm. had now that I'm not working. Really? I pay $3 for specialists, um, therapists that is great. included. Right. And so, but Nyla's point is about the ebbs and flows, right? Because it took me a long time to find that. I didn't even know it was an option for me. Um, whenever I would file my taxes, you know, they always ask you about it. Like, did you Mm -hmm. have health insurance? Mm -hmm. And I would say for about the last 10 years, I did not have medical. It's by the grace of God. But prior to now, it's by the grace of God that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, I made it. Sometimes I would have dental or vision because those are the cheaper plans. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, girl, you better work out and eat right. Like, (laughs) because (laughs) to your point, unless you, you know, if you go to the ER, it is what it is but when you can't afford it it is difficult and I love that Nayeli mentioned health because that is a sign sometimes Mm -hmm. as creatives we will drill ourselves into the ground trying to build something that one God is in charge of the increase for anyway and so it's only my job Mm -hmm. to obey and it's only my job to plant the seed and do what he tells me to do day to day but the rest is on him and so I think sometimes we start taking on his part and we begin to stress and get overwhelmed. And if you hmm. don't have great health care, uh, it is a problem. And sometimes to Nayla's point, I've actually heard writers say, uh, um, well, entrepreneurs, period, say that they've gone back and gotten even a part time job just to mm-hmm. supplement that a medical part. And mm-hmm. um, because some jobs, depending on part time, could be 30 hours, 25. They will offer you some type of benefit and pay it. And so, yeah, this this was actually a really great point, in my opinion, because our health is the key to us being able to walk in purpose. Yeah. And if you're not careful of that, you know, it can really destroy you mentally. It's already stressful being an entrepreneur. It's going to come with the level of stress regardless, even in a season of you having overflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all. That's stress right there because you got to manage right. the overflow. Right. But, um, you know, at least if, if you're facing even just depression, you mm-hmm. know, being able to access a therapist and not have to come out of pockets yeah, yes. is very important. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to pitch an ad for anybody because we have our own ads to do but uh, I will say if because Nyla mentioned uh, healthcare I think it's important for us to help one another if you are a creative you do have a situation where you're genuinely not bringing in um, enough income there is a, a minimum number and I mm-hmm. met that number and I have had the best healthcare ever um, since I was on my mom's back when she worked at Bell South <laughs> that's when Verizon was Bell South honey uh, and them five dollar copays was life and so um, I have a plan where I have three dollars for specialists zero dollars for my primary care um, even emergency room is only a hundred and I only mm. paid thirty three dollars a month when 
I first got it, it was only $19 a month. Because if you go through healthcare.gov, they do give you a credit. Um, and again, you just have to answer the income question. And so if you are an entrepreneur out there, don't struggle. You don't have to. I don't know mm. if everybody knew about this. I do know, of course, when it comes to taxes, they're going to ask you and you, they, mm-hmm. you have to say you received that tax credit for the healthcare. I don't know how it will affect me. I don't get nothing back anywhere because I'm self-employed, so it don't matter. Uh, right, <laughs> I right. don't think it, it's a negative effect, um, but you do just have to report, because they send you like that, whatever that I, um, mm-hmm. not a 1099, but you know the form that's for the health. So I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody who is in need of healthcare. Um, there is an option, and someone in LA told me about it, actually, someone who um, is a creative, and I was like, really? Hmm. And I've had since September and I have been in therapy it has just been the greatest healthcare plan I've had so that is cool I did not know about that so I'm glad that you brought that resource uh, to the listeners because now that I know I can really pass that along because we both have friends mm-hmm. colleagues peers in this space so it's good to know that we can be taken care of y'all take care of your health (laughs) that is key um and with that i do want to just uh share some things i know that uh at the listening of this episode it'll probably be uh, you know we recorded and then y'all hear it um i'm thinking this will be march yeah when they hear the fourth episode i think so so at least late february yeah well, the 18th is the first episode. Ah, it'll be March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, <laughs> um, the essence of his soul should be out because <laughs> it'll be coming hey. out March 7th. And so the essence of his soul is my second sports romance novel, um, period, but with B-Love Publications. And I have to say, um, I love when I'm writing and I can see the growth. It is Mm. nothing like writing a book and being like, you did that, girl. Like, you Mm -hmm. really put your foot in this or or whatever the term is for writers. And I'm really proud of it. And so you will be able to get it on Kindle, of course, and download it on Kindle Unlimited. If you have a subscription and then print copies should be available at the time of this recording. But if not, they'll be available by the end of March. Um, And I'm just really excited about that. I also just recently uh, dropped the premiere, well, the cover reveal for my memoir. Yeah. Uh, from North Philly to North Hollywood, eight ways to pursue destiny without compromising your soul. And I'm really, really just proud of this project, a project that I did not want to write yet. And, you know, God is intentional. And mm. uh, it's so funny because five years ago, when uh, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, uh, that was when I started taking notes on this particular project, this book. And here it is five years later, prayerfully, uh, when you hear this, they will have one again. Hey. And I said, God, look at this full circle moment uh, with them being in the Super Bowl again. I finished the book. And it's so funny because in the book, I talk about their first win. And it's like I use it as an analogy. And so I'm just saying that to say, like, there is a set timing, as we've been saying, mm-hmm. and God is intentional. Um, And so here it is five years later. The book will be out August 2nd, 2023 on my birthday. And I'm excited. Pre-orders are available. So if you go to uh, writermaya.com or go to at writermaya on Instagram, you can also pre-order my memoir. Yay. I am so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And speaking of being excited about, you know, just taking some new Uh, new opportunities in writing. I am now 
listing my BookFluence book, BookFluence, How to Write a Book to Position Yourself as a Leader in Your Industry as a workbook. So nice. you can actually, yeah, you can actually write in ideas and start to really build out your book by um, by reading the book. It'll be more interactive. You know how you read a book and you're like, okay, you're taking notes mm-hmm. in the margins. Wouldn't it be just easier to just have space where you can just write out things? That's what I want to do for my fellow authors out there. So I created or just I um, tweaked it a little bit, my book, to make it a workbook. So it is available now digitally on my website, inharv.com slash bookfluence. That's in as in Naila, H-A-R-V as in Victor, dot com slash bookfluence. All of my aspiring authors and more so leaders, mm-hmm. educators, um, small business owners, you want to package your expertise into a book. This workbook is for you because it'll teach you how to do that, that um in a very organized manner. So BookFluence is now a workbook. You can now actually build out your book. Hey, you can actually build out your book by reading and working in this book. So check it out in harv.com slash BookFluence. That's what's up. I love this. I love that we keep working. We keep improving. Mm -hmm. Um, We keep adding stuff to whatever God tells us. And like you said, we stay committed even when we're waiting for the fruit. So um, we just want to thank you guys. This episode, we pray it really blessed you. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, I'm still kind of caught on that last point about health. That was just so good. And so Mm. um, I think we've given you a lot of substance here to take back. And even again, if you have not leaped yet, this is the point. Listen to these points, too, because they can help you analyze whether it's time for you to take a leap. Now, Mm -hmm. again, you do what God tells you no matter what. Sometimes God will remove your savings account. He will remove everything. Um, in the season where he wants you to trust him. So again, don't always bank on it being about, oh, um, I want to save 10000 before I leave or whatever the case may be. You flow with the Holy Spirit always. Um, but I do believe because we have experience, uh, God has allowed us to share these things with you so that you can have that godly counsel. You know, it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with having godly counsel while you're, you know, trying to decide what to do. And so we mm-hmm. pray that this episode blessed you four ways to know when it's time to go back to work when you are an entrepreneur or a writer or creative or whatever you're doing in your lane. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the writing bar podcast yes. on Twitter at the writing bar. Um, mm-hmm. And just make sure you also follow us individually. I'm your girl at Writer Maya, W-R-I-T-E-R-M-Y-A, and Nayila is inharv.com. That's N-H-A-R-V as in Victor, D-O-T-C-O-M on all platforms. Yep. Same here, Writer Maya on all platforms. We love you guys. Make sure you are leaving us comments on Instagram. Tell yeah. us what you're thinking of the episodes. Engage with us. Let us know what you want to hear more of. We would love for the third uh, and fourth seasons to be like feedback from you mm-hmm. guys. We even um, would love to do a Q&A uh, mm-hmm. episode where we answer your questions. So engage with us. Leave your ratings and your reviews on Apple Music and all platforms. But specifically, you know, Apple, I'm not Apple Music, Apple Podcast. Uh, you know that's the one everybody mm-hmm. listens to. Um, mm-hmm. So we just thank you for joining us. We love you. And in the meantime, happy writing. Happy writing. <laughs>